Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 39 of the Generic Video Game Podcast, coming to you live via tape delay from our quarantined video game caves. Molly and I are ready to bring you up to speed as to what to play during these final days as the T virus overcomes the planet. While 2020 has been filled with uncertainty in a demolished economy, one wouldn't know it by way of recent game releases, which have been superior to holiday 2019. Strap on your VR mask, wash your hands, perk your ears, and get ready for year seven of GVGP. That can't be right. Yeah, I was doing the math earlier. We, we, recorded right. our, we recorded our first episode June 2014. So if you count、oh、2014 as year one, we are, this is our first recording in year seven in the year 2020, which also seems like it may be the final year of existence. I was going to say, this will be our seventh and last year <laughs> of anything on this planet. Um, yeah, you know, not like anything at all is going on right now or whatever.、Uh, no, like, I mean, I don't know like, what we want to get into, but it's, it's, this is obviously a very weird situation that we're all in. Right. Kind of a scary、mm-hmm. situation that we're all in.、Um, but it's, it's been an interesting one, video game wise,、uh, that just, just like the way things have worked out. About certain things. And like I said, I don't want to jump into this topic too too much yet if you're going to talk about it later. But it's it's like I think about things, which I'll mention it in our in our topic later. But、um, like Fantasy Star Online 2, right?、Mm-hmm. We waited eight years for that game to come to America. <laughs> right. And in, in, I mean, it might sound bad to some people, but in a way, That game's timing could not have been、oh, better. Oh, yeah. The, I see what you're saying. Yes. Like, like a, 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 a new free to play MMORPG that you can spend hours getting lost in is like the perfect release right now. So it's, and we're going to have one of the final games come out before they all get delayed Final Fantasy VII Remake. You know, it's, it's just. Yeah, it's, I was just, you know. As you say this in real time, we didn't discuss this beforehand. You know, each respective major console has what may be perceived as the best, the perfect answer for this point in time, in that Fantasy Star Online 2 for Xbox One, for, you know, an endless pit to divulsion.、Uh, the timing of Animal Crossing New Horizons on Switch almost to the day was perfect timing to a T. And then finally, PlayStation 4 has the elusive Final Fantasy VII hitting in a week. Yeah, so it's, it's like, I, I don't know that they're thinking this, but they have to kind of be thinking this. It's like all the games that came out just recently, like they, they, they are hitting at just the perfect time.、Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we've already seen this might be in the news, you know, a, a certain big game just got delayed. And a small game got delayed.、Um, you know, I think a lot of games are going to start falling from here on out. So it's, it's just so. Like the games that in this last month, March was strangely busy, but it's like the perfect time for that month to have happened 
with what's going on and the fact that people are going to be staying home and playing games. Yeah, it's such a unique thing because I've been looking at this mentally from so many angles because we've all been watching the economy. We've all been worried about our health. Uh, many, uh, many is not even the correct word. Millions upon millions of people have lost their jobs in recent days. And what I've been thinking about in terms of the world of gaming, not only is it an essential service, as we've learned uh, in recent days, and that's a bit of sarcasm there. You know, with so much that families and people have to cut down on in terms of whether it be, you know, stuff that's not a necessity, non-necessities, non-essentials, people worrying about how they're going to, you know, pay their bills, pay their rent, their mortgage this upcoming month. With all of the stuff that has to get cut, you know, gaming is truly in a bit of a unique circumstance because people do need to fill time at home. And while there are many streaming services, and I would imagine that that is number one, you know, standard internet streaming services, but, you know, gaming has to be up there. And, you know, and it's it's so accessible from so many different directions from the in the palm of one's hand via smartphone, you know, digital services for the major consoles, free to play games like PSO2 you just mentioned, you know, I excluding the conversation about next gen consoles potentially still hitting the end of the year, not touching base on that, you know, gaming is unique right now that. Do you think it could still thrive uh, in the coming weeks with all... Like, do you think these major titles like, uh, you know, Animal Crossing is proving itself. You know, it's been out uh, about 10 days now. But do you think Final Fantasy VII? Do you think Persona 5 Royale, even though it's just a, a an update? Um, you know, we've had the recently released Doom Eternal. Um, it's It's been a loaded time. Do you think sales will dip on these due to the pandemic, or do you think they're going to stay strong because so many people are at home? Well, that's that's going to be tough, is because I know there's a lot of concern about physical releases. You know, is is that games still count a lot in the physical sales, and with those gone, like how are these games going to do? But I, I think I think it's just like I mean, there's a lot of things right now where you can say we don't know. And I mm-hmm. think we don't know about games, but you know, you're seeing this interesting shift that could totally change media forever as as a side effect of what's happening. You know, um Disney Plus, which didn't launch that long ago, which again I think four months ago. Like the, yeah. Yeah, the perfect timing for this. Uh they put Frozen 2. I mean, this is a movie, this yeah. is a movie I know because we were waiting for it. They put Frozen 2 on there way earlier than they were planning to. I mean, Frozen 2 came on there, like, I think it was two weeks maybe after it went on sale in stores. Correct. Yeah, it was a free, you know, uh, yeah, they, it was Disney's. I saw the whole press release. And, yeah. And yeah. and there's, uh, they they just put, I mean, literally like that Pixar I, movie. This is that Pixar movie. Molly, this is it? so crazy. Onward. I'm taking the words out of your mouth because the last movie I saw, and it must have been, I didn't realize this at the time, obviously uh, the the pandemic was taking place already, but it wasn't at the height that it is now. I had been in the theater with a couple buddies a few weeks ago, um, and it was the first movie I'd seen in theaters since Star Wars. It wasn't my pick, but we saw Onward. 
But back to what you're saying, it's so crazy because I saw that movie and then a couple weeks later, it got announced and hit streaming services. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, that's at the minute unprecedented. And I don't remember if this actually happened yet or not, but I know there's, was it maybe like Universal talking about the idea of having movies that they were going to run in theaters uh, on, on like some sort of like a streaming service where you'd pay like 20 bucks. Oh, wow. To rent it for like 48 hours. And you, you, the idea that you're seeing this brand new movie kind of in your home and you have multiple people there. So it kind of like even so, price wise. Uh, there's two things I want to say. So before we get back, remind me. So before we get back to the $20 uh, element, which I had not heard of. The big one in recent weeks, which got shot down, I think it was up in the air, and as of then, unless they backpedaled, the big one people were thinking would hit home would be Wonder Woman. Right. But correct me if I'm wrong, as of now, they backpedaled on that. So They pushed it back. Okay. Yeah. They pushed it back. That aside, and I, I like the theater experience, and that part, in part because I'm spoiled. I, I live by a couple beautiful theaters. While I don't like the prices like anyone else, you know, it's still, you know, theaters are so, the, the screens are so humongous now, the Grand Excel theaters, uh, higher quality food in the theaters, you know, there's one I go to that has a Starbucks up front. Um, I, what I'm trying to say is it is a nice outing, and I still do get pleasure out of it, uh, as I never go at night or on weekends, so, I, you know, I hit it when it's mm-hmm. pleasant. With that said... Don't you think these companies are going to be watching this super closely and potentially down the road? Do, do you foresee them slicing and dicing out theaters in the well, future? Let me add a wrinkle to this is that I was just reading a story a few hours ago about how um, AMC are saying that they might be in financial trouble no. because of this. Yeah. And that's not to say that AMT is going to go away, but like the problem is, is is we're we're getting to a point, right? Because initially this was okay. Everyone was like, "This is going to be a month, a month and a half, and it'll be gone, and we'll be back to normal." But it's not going that way. And the problem, kind of now, is is that we don't know what the long term effects of this are going to be. So if you've got people can't go to theaters, mm-hmm. and that goes on for for months more then that is a financial hit to theaters theaters can't show movies they can't be open and companies more and more try putting these movies out digitally to home and they start seeing maybe those profits can can be kind of equal because instead of having to share the yeah, profits with movie theaters i knew you were going to say that they might have a bigger slice of digital revenue you know like it's it's you can see a point where that shift could happen because of this. You know, I mean, I, I think that I think that shift, for better or worse, would happen anyway. But I think that this whole situation might really accelerate some of those things that would have taken longer to happen naturally. I mean, because like, like thinking about this is like on the game side again. You know, like how popular is something like Xbox Game Pass going to be right now. Right. The digital you know, services, the digital avenues right now are stro- showing their muscle because, look, as long as we have, the, the the caveat is as long as internet is active and working. Right. Yeah, you can get, you can get, 
something, quote, virtually anywhere. I mean, you're talking about like, you know, people not having money, right? And that's a serious, right. serious concern right, right now. You know, when you look at the like, what is it, like seven bucks for Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. When you look at like the $15 for Game Pass, mm-hmm. like, that's a little bit of money for a whole lot of entertainment. Right. And I, I, I for good and for bad, like the, the, the point that we come out of this could be a point where those things are way more powerful than they were before in the old traditional ways have been hurt to some degree. I don't know. But again, that's the thing is like, we don't, we just don't know anything right now about how this is. I mean, like I think about, I mean, literally as we talk worldwide, there are a million people, uh, confirmed cases Mm -hmm. with this, Mm -hmm. right? A week ago, it was 500,000 people worldwide. In one week, we have added 500,000 new confirmed cases worldwide. Like, I mean, I was just talking to my wife about this earlier, is the fact that, like, the thing that's so nerve-wracking and panic-inducing right now is there's no consistent anymore. You know, there's, there's no guarantee to anything like, literally, I had last week uh, an appointment to get my hair cut because I had not gotten my hair cut in a while. Mm-hmm. The night, like 6 p.m. the night before, the stylist called me to say that they were being shut down by the our city government. Wow. There's, there's just nothing. Like, we keep saying, okay, I can go to Walmart to pick something up or I can go to Target or whatever. Like... We we can't even say right now that those stores will be open a week from now. You know, there's like no guarantee. So it's just like everything about this, we have no idea how it's gonna how it's gonna work out in the end. I also think uh, I don't mind staying on this topic for a bit, even though it's not all directly gaming related, since we're on this can of worms. You know, I'm gonna be a little bit all over the place, so because I've been talking to so many other people about this. You know, and maybe I'm giving too much credit. Maybe I'm saying this because it's in the moment. And, you know, let's say something magical happens in the upcoming weeks and life goes back to, quote, normal, which I don't think it will. Um, you know, I, I may be as guilty as anyone else and fall right back into a routine. And, you know, we you know forget about it. I don't mean that literally, but just for sake of conversation. I really don't think when this is all said and done... Like when you look at the the fields of entertainment, I'm not really talking gaming or I'm you know the various elements, the various entertainment aspects of everyday life, whether it be eating out at restaurants, movie going, um, whatever, like dessert places, uh, you know, various boutiques, you name it, all, all all the stuff in life that's not a necessity, but we we take for granted and do on a regular basis. I don't think Americans are coming out of this one the same. I don't think, I think, you know, obviously the economy is in the dumper right now and things will at some point turn around to an extent. But I don't think this is going to turn, I don't think this is going to turn around to an extent where it's like, okay, we're going to go right back to doing what we're doing. We're going to inject right back into the economy, start spending how we did. I don't think that's happening this time. I mean, if you want to look at the positives of this whole situation, a positive would be that we aren't the same. 
And we could not be the same in very negative ways, but we could also not be the same in positive ways. We could come out of this with deciding that we have to have a much better healthcare system, that we have to have better guarantees for when people are in trouble financially, mm-hmm. that we have to do something about student loans. You know, there's all these things that we have to do something for all these workers who are working minimum wage jobs that we would would have called expendable or or low scale previously that now those people are keeping our economy running you know like maybe they get better pay going forward like i i'm i'm with you that i think we're not going to be the same but there as much as you might think that saying we hopefully will be the same after this is done is a positive thing. I don't think it is. I don't I think, think so either, but I, I agree. I'm not trying to be wishy-washy, and I got more to say on this. Yeah, right. because if we're the same after this, we've learned nothing. Uh, it hasn't made the impact that it should have as human beings on us and what to, to fix and remedy in the future. I'm with you on that. But I think with all of the things that we've that people have been through in life, I would even go as far as to say as certain wars – uh, economical downturns, certain businesses going, you know, life-altering events. Um, but this one is just different. This one is just, this one doesn't care, you know, your race, your color, your creed, your your rich, your poor. This is just a destroyer. It's It, it doesn't care. It's, you know, I, I would say... Uh, Asian countries stereotyping, you know, this isn't as foreign uh, an ordeal to them as it is us. Because in the past with like, what is it, SARS and MERS, I was getting an education on a lot of this from someone I know directly in Hong Kong uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, there are certain things and practices that the gov- that their leaders and governments didn't have to tell them that the people just went right into practicing right away. But for us... Um. Uh, yeah, we are not. Uh, uh, I don't know the right words, but we are not coming out of this the same way in terms of like where it's. The I think as a people and and to really open our eyes, it's that's a positive. But I think when it comes to an economical or various smaller businesses, boy, it's. And I know that's not the most important thing in life because things are just things and materialistic <laughs> possessions. Um, and look, I'm guilty. Look, I'm a gamer. I've been gaming since I'm five. You know, that's you know, to me, that's uh, I care more about games than than I should. But you know, we all like to. A lot of us like to have nice quote things and do things and and hang out with friends and and entertain and be entertained. But this is really gonna alter a lot of things. Okay, I mean, think about this, Anthony. Is um, how many people from from your re- remembering or your guess? How many people died on September 11th? Uh, I, the only reason you would have caught me on this uh, a couple weeks ago, but I saw—I don't want to lie—I saw a statistic. I don't know the exact number, but it was around 2,000. I, yeah, it was, it was just under. 2, I would have actually 2, probably guessed a little bit more than that, but it was yeah, a yeah. couple thousand. Yeah, so about just under three thousand, and. So far from coronavirus, in New York alone, more people have died than on 9-11. And the last stat that I see right now for the USA is over 7,000 people have now died from this here. And 
if you think about like how much our lives changed from 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. Like the question is then is, is, you know, when this is said and done, like what is the effect on us going to be? And, and if it's nothing, then we've learned nothing, right. you know? And I also want to say too, though, cause you brought it up is, you know, for everybody listening and everybody out there, like, don't, don't feel bad about caring about video games right now or, or anything, you know, because the thing is, is obviously we have to think about what's going on. We have to be careful. We have to care about our loved ones. We have to take precautions and everything. But like this, you know, is going to drive a lot of people just insane with panic and worry and fear and just over that overwhelming feeling that you can do nothing and everything's hopeless. So like, don't, don't anybody out there, like, if you're like, man, I can't wait to get my copy of Final Fantasy VII, you know, and then somebody's like, there's more important things to think about, like, you know, tell them to F off. Because like right now, like those things that are keeping us mentally and emotionally and physically healthy, like those things are incredibly important. And so, you know, don't, don't be upset about caring about video games because we have to find those things to care about. Because if we just spend our entire day stressing over the corona stuff like we're gonna go just crazy now can i be the dark cloud on this am i allowed to take Uh-oh. this a little bit for, for Uh-oh. <laughs> so this really won't get politicized i don't believe and uh, i'm not going to use any profanities but because we're on this topic before we move on from it i'm this is what um i'm going to be the dark uh cloud so i was talking to a couple buddies about this and uh one of my friends is a lot more eloquent and can put this into better terms than me but you're smart. You're smarter than me, and you'll get where I'm coming from. You know, one of the things I feel with this uh, current situation with so many people losing their jobs is that I think there's a lot of – I think a few things. I think there's a lot of businesses that are going to utilize this as a cleanse for, on, a, on a couple different levels in that mm. – I hate to use the word excuse because I don't want to make all businesses and all people out to be bad. That is not I'm, – I'm generalizing here. A lot of people are going to let, get let go. You know, obviously people are going to be in the hopes of wanting to come back. But I think it's almost going to be a reset. I think businesses are going to use it as an excuse to alleviate people, maybe hire a couple back, see that maybe certain positions weren't necessary originally – um, restructure again. I think some businesses are going to use it as an outlet to just throw in the towel um, altogether. But I really do think that there's a lot of people out there that aren't coming back to the jobs they had. Or I think the businesses in some way are going to have fr- fresh pickings again with all of the talent out there again out in the fields. Do you see what I'm saying? I was having a couple- yeah. I I think you're absolutely right, but on the on the brighter flip side of that, <clears throat> I think you're also gonna we're also gonna be seeing companies who hadn't realized how much of their work gets done by the the little guys at their company. Um, and I also think we're gonna see more companies realize, um 
how how many of their employees can work from home and get the same job done. So 100%, I think you're right. I think those things are going to happen. And there's going to be huge downsides in terms of all that stuff. But I think on the other side of that, my hope is that companies also come to really appreciate those people who are keeping this stuff running when they only thought it was about the CEOs and COOs and whoever. Um, and that also more people will be able to work from home going forward, you know, and we'll need less commuting, we'll need less offices and all that kind of stuff. That's the hope. But again, again, nothing, there's nothing we can count on right now. Yeah, it's... Uh... Even, even games that we thought were coming out, we can't count on anymore. Even even Final Fantasy VII Remake's release date, we can't count on anymore. Well, I, you know what? Because nobody knows any names or whatever. I, I'll just shoot it straight up. So here we go. I got nothing to hide. The uh, GVGP fans are like you and I, so there's nothing to hide. So um, I'll get very specific. Um, I'll go off on this tangent next. We'll get back to games. I have been shopping for the most part at... Growing up in the 80s, I started shopping at Software Etc., uh-huh. which was in the same family as Babbage's and Funko Land and GameStop and EBX now and all that crap. And then in the 90s, I started shopping at Babbage's in town, and I've been going there for almost 30 years, as embarrassing and disgusting as that sounds. And I've gone there through the ups and downs, and I want to make my statement very clear because I don't want to lie about this, and I don't want to say I'm never going to shop there again because if I say that, even though that, even though, and I'm not talking about the 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 underlings that work there, I'm speaking from a corporate perspective. Even mm-hmm. though I should say I'm never going to shop there again, I don't want to lie. So I have a couple of reservations left there uh, for the month of April and May, and then beyond that, I don't have anything reserved and. I don't want to say I'm going to grind down to a halt of zero because I like the team that's down there and they're close to me. But I think for the first time in my life, I will truly start to divide up and start to uh, move away a lot of my purchases from there. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, you, have, you, haven't, you haven't named them yet, by the way. So um, The people? No, the company. Are you going to not name them? Oh, uh, GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, oh, okay. it's in my head. I, you know, I'm so used to talking to you privately. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought yes, I, I thought it was a given. Yeah, I'm talking about GameStop. I'm sorry. So, yeah. but anyway, the reason I get so now that I've given all of that, I was in there on Thursday, the 19th of March, to pick up Animal Crossing, and then I hadn't been there in about 15 days, and I was in there today to pick up Persona Five Royal. Which uh, now when you say in there, did you go to a store that was actually yeah, open? Yeah, so I'm gonna explain. Yeah, so like let me explain. I'll, I'll paint a picture. Pickup. Yeah, short answer. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. So the mall I live down from is three. Oh, and by the way, why did I give this long story? And I'll, I'll I will finish this. Let me. So why did I bring this up? And I'll I'll answer your question then. I was told Final Fantasy VII has shipped and is on its way. So that's that's what made me. You mentioned FF seven, the mm-hmm. the indefinite date, which obviously is going to be spotty throughout the country and depending on the store. But I was told firsthand, FF seven is shipped. So at least to the the location I go to, which is one of the uh, larger volume locations. But now back to your question. You said that actually go in. Okay, so 
The mall's a few miles down the road from me. It's probably one of the the last bigger malls, one of the more prominent malls within the Portland area. It does rather well, although I can even see, because I've been going there so long, I can see some decline in certain ways. This is the first time I was there under current circumstances. So how it works is one of the main entrances at the mall, the one that's closest to the GameStop, I think let's say there's like five double entry doorways there. Of the f- of the five, the four or five at that one, you know, spot, only the leftmost door is open. And when you walk in, I'll paint a picture. When you walk in now, there are these guardrails, metal guardrails, all kind of tethered together, creating a narrow pathway on the left-hand side of that section of the mall leading to GameStop. And so when you go through the door, to your left is Starbucks, to your right is Cinnabon, obviously all closed up. Um, I, I will I will make some unique notes here. When I walked in there, not and mind you, this is a pretty clean mall and there's usually nothing really funky per se. But as soon as I walked in, I was like, wow, this like smells super clean. So they must have been cleaning the living hell mm. out of the mall. So I walked in there today and I would, this is all in, in a grand total of about five minutes. I walked in there, smelled super clean. Parking lot was primarily empty. I called in advance. So how it works at this location, because some GameStops are doing this, you call in advance. The games I have on reserve are pretty much prepaid. So this one, it it makes their life easier. They are allowed to take credit cards over the phone and do this other ways where you can order online and pick up. But since it was prepaid, they just rung it through and I called him and I said, hey, I'll be in there in 20 minutes. So I got there. He told me the entrance to go through, which is the one I normally do anyway. And then I went to the front of the store. The doors were closed and he saw me. And um, at the time, there was no one else there, and he came, and we BSed for about five minutes. Uh, with that said, at this mall, to give greater detail, I think I'd say there's approximately two to 300 stores throughout the entirety of the mall. Um, well, that's a bit big mall. A couple hundred. I said, let's, let's bring this down. Let's wow. say, do 200. And um, which doesn't include, if we're getting real technical, there's a separate lot not far from the main mall it's Mm -hmm. i'll just say it it's called washington square so it's washington square two spelled t-o-o i don't really count that as the main mall but down there there's like red robin uh there's a ezel's chicken that just opened uh pyology uh ulta makeup so there's a handful of other things with restaurants and that which is not a part of the main mall but yeah the main mall has a couple hundred stores the reason i'm giving you all this detail the only places, quote, open in any sort of capacity, all for pickup reasoning, is GameStop, Din Tai Fung on the, all the way on the other end of the mall, which opened up a year ago, that premier Chinese restaurant, uh, yeah. which is yeah. very good. They're doing takeout only. Yeah. yeah. So Din Tai Fung and Cheesecake Factory. That's it. Mm. So GameStop, Cheesecake Factory, and Din Tai Fung in the main mall all on different ends of the mall. Those are the only entities open in any capacity. That's it. So went into the GameStop, like I said, and uh, for those that care, 
If you're wondering why I picked up Persona 5 Royale today on a Friday when it came out Tuesday, that's because, the well, when I say they screwed up, they really didn't screw up. It's because they had brains and, and were thinking logically. UPS didn't deliver the last seven days of product to the GameStop because UPS was under the impression that the entire mall was shut down. Mm, yeah. So the last couple of days that GameStop had to scramble, get clarification, give their case number. And then that's why P5 came in today because it got shipped mm. back to Texas and then they had to reship it back to this Portland store. I mean, that's, that's one of the weird things right now is, you know, like just real quick to add to your story like i was wondering like we have we have well we used to have about four or five malls here we we now have one surviving like old school mall another old school mall that's about half full maybe and then we have an like an outdoor mall and those are our three main malls and the one main mall is called westros and i was curious like what is open and i want to see if you think their uh, essential retailers list uh, is is an essential. List where where is this now? Before you continue, it's called Westroads Mall here in Omaha. Okay, and this is we're talking. In, in, this is reality right now. Yeah, okay. as of right now, I'm looking at the list of like stores that are open. Uh, so there is GameStop, and it's by appointment only. Uh, then we have the Container Store is is open through the external doors. Uh, uh, the Cookie Company uh, how- is open for carryout. Wow. And local delivery. Okay. Uh, fashion trend is for some reason still open. Wow. Uh, Lens crafters is by appointment only, but they are open. Merle Norman Cosmetics never even heard them. Uh, select number by Select Comfort is still open. Subway is doing carry out, and then what is absolutely the most essential store there? Uh, the Teddy Bear Connection <laughs> is is currently by appointment only. But no, like I, I would honestly think the, that like all malls are closed at this point. You the, know? There's only one on that list you gave me that I will give a pass, and maybe it's bias, and that's Lens Crafters, because I, yeah, I mean that, that that's the, that's the weird thing for me, right? Is is like there's certain things that we still need, like we still need like oil changes, right? Mm-hmm. We still need glasses. Mm-hmm. So there are there are these certain things where it's like. And they're kind of not essential, but kind of essential. Like but, uh, there's, these, there's these weird in-betweens right But now. I will say this. So I, I legit from the heart things think that lens crafters is essential because I'm someone who's been wearing glasses for, I don't know, 30 years. And I do go to lens crafters. With that said, I would not want to be working at lens crafters even on appointment only because if you think about it, that's a job where you kind of have to be in someone's face where you're adjusting the the glasses when they come in, get, yeah. you know, checking them in the mirror. You're kind of in their face, so to speak, not at a six-foot distance unless they've changed the rules on that for now or even if you're getting an eye exam. So in that respect, while I do consider it essential, that is not a place I'd want to work right now because you're because of the close proximity of which you have to work with clientele. I mean, it's, you know, like, it, similar to that, like, since we just moved here, we're getting things reset up with everything. And so my wife and I were both going to set up dentist appointments. And we have uh checkup, the six-month checkups for our, our twins in June. Mm-hmm. And, like, all that is, like, what happens to that, right? Because there's there's no way in the world right. I want to go to a dentist appointment right now, you know? But, like, what do you do? Like, you can't just have that 
gone for six months, eight months. Can you? My recent appointment, you said said dental? Yeah. Mine was actually ironically slated for, my latest one was slated for today, ironically, but I called a couple weeks ago just to see what was going on. As Mm -hmm. of right now, and as we know this can change, they bumped me from today to, you know, unless someone has an emergency or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm bumped now till June 22nd. Right. And then, and then like, how far is that going to get bumped again? I know. I don't know. Yeah. I, and then once things are back to normal, like, how how hard is it going to be to get in anytime mm-hmm. soon? Um. Also, real quick, I want to tell you a funny story. Uh, my, my wife, just, I think it was yesterday, went to the Asian market here mm-hmm. because there's, like... We don't have many Asian markets, and the stuff that's in there is going really quickly. So we're like, we need more rice and stuff. Right. Um, they actually were taking people's temperature at the front door before you could go in. Wow. Like with the temp gun? Yeah. So they actually weren't letting you in until they checked your temperature. That's funny because the only reason I have any sort of knowledge on this, and mind you, I'm very stupid. Um. Uh, well, you know what? Here's a blast from the past. Some of the listeners may remember. No, and I'm going to get very specific. So, anyone who used to listen to the Double Plus uh, Good Games podcast in the past with uh, the one and only Neil, and I, I found a way to get you a shout out and to brag to everyone that you beat Doom Eternal already. So, I bet you didn't think I could squeeze that in with your joking text. Uh, so, if anyone remembers Double Plus, you might remember a million years ago we had on. Uh, a couple guys who used to work at Play Asia. Uh, I actually still keep in light contact with them. It was Gold Mountain and Arna Venema. Uh, Gold Mountain uh, is still in Hong Kong, but no longer with Play Asia. And Arna Venema is, I don't believe he's with Play Asia anymore, but he's still also in Hong Kong. And uh, I was in contact with Arna. And what, what, the reason I'm getting into this is Molly sparked my uh, brain. He was answering a bunch of questions for me, uh, talking about the current state of Hong Kong, what they're doing, sending me photos from his area, and he even sent me a shot of himself from that day, this is like two weeks ago, where he had the mask on and he was going into a building and you could see the guy holding the temp gun to him before he walked in. So he was telling Mm. me things like, Every building in the area you go to, they're all, they all have temperature guns going in and out. He even said something that I thought was kind of crazy. Not crazy in a bad way, but I just couldn't believe it. He said, for example, the very like elevator buttons and things of that nature throughout the buildings. He said mm-hmm. they put these plastic uh, like coating on it, like a plastic cover on them. Mm. And he says they're changed out every hour. Wow. Um, he went into some other specifics at the time. I know their numbers have risen because I've been listening to the news at the time. Two weeks ago, I think they had about 200 or 203 cases, something of that nature, which wasn't too bad, all things considered. But, um, but, and then, but he also said many of those cases in Hong Kong were, quote, uh, imported or meaning from people coming in, not being spread amongst each other in, you know, in town, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's crazy to hear in your area here in the States, although that is at an Asian market, so maybe they're carrying yeah. over practices from over there. I haven't heard of anyone using a temp gun here yet. Yep. It reminds me, and I was just talking to 
Anthony before the show about the movie Contagion, and there was even a scene in there where, like, it was a little bit different because they, they had, like, people who had gotten the vaccine already had little wristbands, but you had to, like, check your wristband before going into stores, and so it, it feels like that kind of where it's going to be maybe a more exclusive thing where you have to be checked out, you know, before you can go to, into a store mm-hmm. to buy groceries or whatever. I don't know. Man. What, uh, if you don't mind me diving into this, um, is the Asian market or store, is it more of a known name or is it... Uh... No, no, no. It's, it's all like loose local stuff. Okay. Because we have... The area I'm in is... Uh, there's a lot of... It has kind of a big Asian demographic and there's a lot of, uh, you know... Like I told you in the past, like I go to Wajimaya, it's connected to Kinokunya. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, none of them like that. Yeah. Hmm. No. But, um. Video games. <laughs> Let's talk video games. Hey, you know what? Um. If you need any further proof that the world is truly coming to an end, do you know who recently put out a console? Um, is this a trick question? No. Oh, is this the turbo, the turbo, the PC engine mini? Konami. Yes. Konami, <laughs> who doesn't do anything video game wise anymore. Well, okay, let's be fair. They themselves don't do anything video game wise. Right. They get other people to do things for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I have it. Yeah, what do you think? So I watched the whole breakdown, a 22 minute breakdown on, I believe it's, what is it, My Life and Gaming? Is that correct? Yeah. So I watched yep, the whole thing. On, yeah, I watched the whole thing on My Life and Gaming. Uh, they always do a great job. So yep. they showed the Japanese PC Engine Mini. Uh, I also saw recently Kid Shoryuken out of uh, Tokyo showing it at the pop up shop in Akihabara before it went on sale. And then the reason I'm getting into all this detail is so I've seen some stuff in regards to that. I know Europe is getting the Core Graphics Mini. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Molly is going to get both, so you're still awaiting technically your Japanese PC Engine Mini, correct? No, I've got the Japanese PC Engine Mini. Um, at some point, I will be getting the Turbo Graphics Mini for review. Oh, okay. Because I, I, the thing is that it's, the way it worked out was that the PC Engine Mini, if you'd ordered it prior to March 5th, you it, it they had made enough i guess that you got that the problem is anything past that and any other the core graphics or turbo the turbo mini like those are the ones that just got pushed back so yeah so when you see people have them i i almost think though that somebody did show that they had a core graphics today uh i can tell you who i think who it was because i saw it in a fleeting moment i thought it was hideki kamiya no, it wasn't that. Of it Platinum wasn't Games. somebody like that that I saw. For the core graphics? Yeah, it was somebody yeah. like not, not as well known that oh. I thought I had it. I know. I could have swore I saw pop, I know I saw it pop up on his feed. I thought it was like one of the 8-4 guys or something who had one. You're going to make me look right now. I know I saw. Because when I, I, don't know. I saw it, I thought it was... Uh, I know Tom I did. McCarty. I think like John McCarty is somebody who had one. But maybe I'm... Yeah, because John, John McCarty has the box for the core graphics. Yeah, so there, there are people go. out there who do have the the Euro core graphics right now, somehow. So I don't know if this is his because it's on a white 
you know, table, we'll call it. So technically, it doesn't mean it's in his possession. Okay. It, it might not be his, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that's what you saw. It could be. De- yeah, I'm not saying he's right. the only person on the planet with it. But th- if you go back three days ago on Instagram, PG underscore Camilla underscore Insta, he does show mm. the core graphics from, uh, that would be what, Tuesday, I think. But then also, mm. so you know what, though? I wonder if these are stock photos because he shows that. And then he shows the TurboGrafx 16 mini box. Oh, Jesus. No, well, I take that back. And then he shows all three. Oh, maybe he's got all three. He's showing them. No, no, yeah. Because John McCarty definitely has the the core graphics. Because mm. he's got photos here saying that it arrived, it was shipped and delivered. So, yeah. So, they're, they're starting to get out there. The PC Engine Mini was the main one that got out there first. So, I think I got mine, like... Oh, was it like a week ago or so? Something like that. And and now it looks like people are starting to get the other, well, at least the core graphics so far. Hmm. Well, I will say, I don't want to steal your thunder. I'll let you discuss it. But from what I saw when I watched the video last night, I was, I was very impressed with the main menu uh, layout, the little touches, uh, the insertion of the card, or the CD-ROM, uh, the little animations they added for that. I thought those were very nice touches. Yeah, there's been a lot of work put into it. Like, the menus are... It's it's funny because I was watching somebody do a review of the PC Engine Mini, and they compared it to the Neo Geo Mini. And it, it is funny just how different... Like, those are just two polar opposites in terms of, like, how much work went into the menu system. Mm. Um like, to the point where, like, on the PC Engine Mini, that if you're playing a CD game, it even, like, emulates the the the, the sound the of the drive seeking the data on the, oh, on the wow. CD. Oh, wow. Really? When it's, when it's first loading up. Really? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Unfortunately, like, I don't actually have much to say about it because I've had so many other things to, to review lately that I just haven't had time to touch it very much. Um, I, I know there's there's two concerns out there uh, that there might be some input lag issues the- on some of the games and that there might be some sound emulation issues. I'm only going to... So I don't want to take credit for this because I have not played it firsthand and I'm only going off what my life in gaming showed. So anything I say is regurgitated from them. I'll give them credit. The game that they felt, in their opinion, I believe it had the most lag of approximately five frames was Winds of Thunder. Oh, that's a bad one to have lag. Now, look, too. let me make something very clear. There are certain games in the past, which I can't think of off the top of my head, where you know I'll notice if a game has slowed down or certain type of input lag. But sometimes on some of these devices, I don't, I don't feel it. Anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. So I don't know if it's as bad as it sounds, but they said it's about five frames. Uh, and and how they got to that, it wasn't even them. They sourced a friend of theirs who used some sort of equipment to bump up. I don't know how this works. The stock hardware as well as the, you know, we'll call this the emulation hardware up to 120 mm-hmm. frames. And they did some sort of dissection or backwards math. And they came to the conclusion that there was about five frames lag on that, which the guys on My Life in Gaming, look, I don't know if they're exaggerating. You know, they, they seem to be pretty kind and, you know, they put the system over highly with praise, but they claimed it was almost unplayable because of that. 
Hmm. No, look, I don't know. Now they didn't beat. Now a lot of the vertical shooters, they felt they were, you know, it was great. Um, they also learned in their studies something that they didn't know until recently is that some PC Engine games have lag built in already, like talking on native. Mm-hmm. hardware which is something they didn't know but they said you know sometimes what will happen though is if you get a couple more frames on this it, it compounds it but that's just an interesting side note is some of these games had lag built in originally um uh, i'll say something unique a positive here so you were boasting about how you hear this cd the boot up sound on ninja spirit they said, like on the stock hardware, if you were to turn the sound up all the way, or like when you hit pause and and you turn the volume up, you can hear like a distant buzzing type tone that was mm-hmm. in the game. You know, whatever. You know, I don't know if it's a. You can call it a flaw or call it whatever you want, but that's how it was. The version on this has that present. Hmm. You know, so there are some unique elements like that. Um, what's the term? I can't think of it right now. One of the few mini consoles that, oh, is it the interp, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is the SNES mini one of the few modern mini consoles that uses interpolation? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And for example, the Genesis does not, am I speaking correctly? Uh, yeah, I can't remember how the Genesis the, mini handled it, but yeah, this is something else I actually heard. And that's for like the, the, uh, the interpolation, right. what that does is it gets rid of like the haze movement and scrolling. Right. I don't right. believe this utilizes that. Yep. So yep. they put M2 over the moon as they always do, and they've done that exclusive interview with them in the past. But one of the few concerns or one of the few things they don't understand is why this doesn't utilize that either. It, it it's It's frustrating... Because when you have M2 doing this, you kind of hope that everything's going to be just as it should be. And so when you've got those, like, if this was going to be just a crap thing, you could just write it off and be like, whatever. But when you have this hope that it's going to be great, and there's just those few little issues, like, it almost feels worse to me sometimes. Because I, 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 it's so close yet so far. Yeah, it's so close, and it's close enough that it's almost doing the exact job, but there's just... It's missing that final step or two. You know, they, and I think there's five visual choices, uh, you know, including like stretched, which uh, which God knows. I don't know who the hell would ever use that on six. <laughs> I don't know uh, anyone who uses that. But they said of the five, two or three of them were, of you know, of the most importance. Um, I, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there randomly. This is nothing that they said. This is something I'm saying. Some of the best, because I, I I know you don't like this, but like I like using good scan line filters, like really good ones. It you know I I've seen a couple really yeah. good ones over yeah. the years. You know one of the best ones I ever saw, in my opinion, was the scan line filter M two did on the PS three Neo Geo hmm. games. I remember that boy that because here here's why I say that. So I'm not like a stickler for this kind of stuff, right? Like I love classic games and play them all the time, but I'm not sitting there dissecting. But I'm going to speak for myself, not what someone else told me. I own a butt ton of the uh, Neo Geo games, the ACA Neo Geo games on PS4 and Xbox. 
Yeah. And I play him all the time, for real. I don't have a lot of issues with him. Actually, I only I only have one issue actually. And they have they have like eight different types of like scanline filters, like different you know, like one with wavy lines or hazy. And it's a pretty good job. Like I'm I'm satisfied with it. But if I for example, if I play King of Fighters ninety five or ninety six and then if I play King of Fighters ninety five or ninety six, the PS three version is done by M two with that scanline filter, I it's just the best way I can describe it in my words is it's like running 95 and 96 on like a high-end 1990s like monitor or uh like what you'd see like a, a arcade monitor does that make sense hmm. yeah, yeah to me like when i play it in there i'm like that looks exact like that is exactly how i would remember it i don't know why you know i wish that's my only gripe with the aca neo Geo. if they had that exact type of one in there oh man but anyway back to the the stuff that M2 has been working on with the PC Engine Mini and uh, the Genesis, um, I just don't know why. Well, time out. Part of the reason I shouldn't compare Neo Geo to it because they do get into things like you have to watch the mathematics on the original resolutions and how when you multiply that by 720 or 1080, if it doesn't become, if it's not an even uh, multiplier of it, then that's when you start to get into like. What is it like flashing pixels or right, some yeah. stuff distorted? But anyway, in a perfect world, in my opinion, I'm on a sidebar. If you look at the Neo Geo stuff, if anyone has the PS3, you know the Neo Geo stuff that they did. They only did like fifteen or twenty games. If you pick some of those games on there, like Metal Slug, Sam Show One, the ones that they did then, and you can compare it to the ones today on Xbox One and PS4, you can see the difference. I mean that that is like you know that is one of the problems we we have now switching to like HDTV and these fixed pixels is that the old CRTs had no real like set resolution to a certain degree, mm-hmm. you know. So you could have I mean because it's it's crazy if you go back and look at older games like Genesis, Super Nintendo. Saturn, PlayStation One, you've got like these, like you'll see 240p, 224p. I think yeah, it there's is. a lot of weird, like 320 by 224, or like right, yeah, and and they, all these like resolutions that were no problem putting it onto a CRT, but now they've become these kind of pains in the ass to to bring mm-hmm. to like current televisions. And so that is one of the big downfalls of of you know of older games. And there's been talk, I think, of displays that could switch resolution somehow but i don't remember enough about the information well i'll make you laugh at all of this so you know not until later in life until i almost hit 20 my the first good tv i ever had was the uh and it's still one of my favorite tvs of all time the sony uh with the trinitron Mm-hmm. Oh, I love. I don't have it anymore but uh, man i love that tv i still have my trinitron computer monitor i'm jealous because, yeah, and, yeah, I, I, I still have that. I, I don't remember how big it is. It might be like a thirteen inch. I'd have to go oh, and wow. see. Yeah. But, but then I also, I still have my final CRT television, which was a nineteen inch, uh, flat screen Toshiba, that actually has a component wow. input on the back. Yeah, it's it's not well, it's not the widescreen because there was that point where 
we got kind of that early. I had forgotten about that, but I know exactly. You're right. Yes. CRTs. Yes. Yeah, it's not that, but it's it's one of like the the later nice Toshiba mm-hmm. CRTs that I still have. Well, I, I'll make you laugh because while I mentioned that Sony one, which I loved, you know, just to show you how spoiled we've become and how picky, and you know, having a better understanding of TVs and resolutions, I can't tell you how many years I played. I remember when I got my a, a hand me down TV in my bedroom. For the first time in my life when I was a teenager <laughs> and I had, you know, some of my video games hooked up to it. And I was so excited. I'd sit there and play all damn day, right? Yeah. That TV was the, in hindsight, mind you, because I didn't know at the time really, that TV was the biggest piece of shit because <laughs> not only was the, I'm not trying to sound snobby, but like not only was the brand shit, but the, like one of the speakers was blown out. So I'm playing with like, you know, I guess you could argue mono sound in a way. And anyway, it's just funny because I think back on it now and I'm like, now, mind you, when I got that Sony TV at the time later on, I mean, I could see the difference. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, but still, mm-hmm. it's just funny in retrospect. Like I was so excited and thrilled to play, you know, what my PlayStation games or whatever on that TV. But that TV is the biggest piece of shit now, <laughs> you know, and now we're, you know, now we're splitting hairs on. You know, I don't like the overlay or the filter I've got on. Yeah. You know what we have now, but it, you know, I guess that's how that's how it goes. <clears throat> I mean, if you went back and actually played games again in, in over a coax connection like we used to do with Wilds, I mean, because even my Genesis, <laughs> I was playing coax for yeah. for quite a while. I think, yeah. and if you go back and look at it now, it's it's just it's just putrid. It's garbage. Like, yeah. It's trash, but that's what we did. And were you like me? Because when you're younger, you don't. Uh, you don't know, but like, look, I understood, you know, you go to the arcade room or whatever, you go to the stand-up cabinet and the stuff looked really nice. But at home, um, I mean, you know, S-Video was a big, you know, what was it? You had component. I rem- my God, I remember S-Video. Yeah, and you know, but I have to admit, huge. I'm stupid in a sense, you know, I didn't always notice, like, there was definitely a difference. Like, look, as an adult now, you can, you know, we can split right. this stuff apart, but... You know, as a kid, I really didn't always uh, notice, but I, I don't know. I guess it's just with youth and age, but now it's like, good God, you know. I, I did say that there. it's funny because I remember, was it EGM or Game Fan? I want to say Game Fan, but it might have been EGM or both. There was a Commodore monitor in the era of the Genesis that was really, really good for hoping, hooking consoles up to, well, I think Genesis, because Genesis had that, that port in the back that thing could do VGA or something like that, mm. something similar like that. But so there was this, this monitor, a computer monitor, I think it's a Commodore one, that if you had it, the Genesis could, I believe, like natively plug into it and it was supposed to be like just crazy good really? visuals. Yeah. And like, I was like a, a young teenager and I wanted that, was I even a teenager at that point? I don't remember. But like I was young and I wanted that that, that monitor so bad. I remember seeing a monitor in in and like, is they this, had like, is this different than that weird I can't remember the name, that weird obscure computer that was released which had the Genesis cartridge drive built in? Oh yeah, yeah. No, this, okay. this was different. This was this a regular computer wow. monitor. So I think it was a Commodore something something that, that you could plug your Genesis into and the magazine I remember had like photos <laughs> of Sonic, you know, standing there yeah. both through... Was it like regular, side by side? 
yeah, composite video and then RGB, and it was just night and day difference. Wow. It was EGM. Something that they then they then showed you the fact that in Batman Genesis, mm-hmm. that if you run it over RGB, you could actually read the don't don't walk sign oh, on the street. Right. Whereas regularly you couldn't read what the text was. Hmm. Yeah. I wanted that monitor so badly. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, it's funny. I know we got a little off topic there from the uh, PC Engine Mini. But yeah, with all of the graphical detail overlays and uh, resolution stretching. Yeah, that's that's uh, how we got down that rabbit hole. But I will say this from what I saw. Let me put it to you this way. I, I, and by the way, I was a Turbo Graphics owner back in the day, and I really enjoyed it for the couple of years I had it. And I had actually had quite the collection. Uh, for that as a kid when I say quite the collection at the time you know that's a time in life when when I had a system I didn't own really any more than two or three or four games at a time you know uh, it's shocking to say but you know my turbo graphics before I sold it you know I think I owned I think maybe 12 or 13 games on that thing but um uh, have I ever told before you go have I ever told my turbo graphics story on this on this podcast you may have but tell it again because I can't remember it Okay, we'll, we'll finish your thought. No, but I'll in conclusion, my, my um, you know, with that said, I want to make this clear. I, I enjoyed the console and I have no ill will towards it. Like, I, it was really cool and I had a lot of great memories. But when the PC Engine Mini was announced, I got to admit, you know, I got the SNES one. I got the Genesis one for my collection that I'm happy with. And I'm like, you know what? I I don't want this thing. I'm done. <laughs> no, I can now, understand now, that. But I can, now yeah. I want one. Yeah. So now, you know, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is, you know, with all of the stuff we're discussing here and from what I've seen, um, I, I do want one. And if I do take the plunge, I will say, because I never owned the Japanese one, if I do add this to my collection one day, I do definitely want the the PC Engine Mini. Oh, and, and in conclusion, and I'll let you talk, one weird note, which I personally do not care about, for real, because I wouldn't even use this. The PC Engine Mini controllers that come with it, which are said no to have cable. longer cables, which is great mm-hmm. versus the old one. And, and keep in mind, the PC Engine Mini does have two ports, unlike the original PC Engine, which only had one. So that's a yep. positive. The controllers that come with it don't have the turbo buttons. Nope. But the additional controllers you can buy separate for it do have the turbo function. And the... I'm pretty sure that both the Core Graphics and the Turbo Graphics Minis come with controllers that have Turbo on them. Oh, really? Yes. So they got that back. So the um, technically the U.S. and Europe got that one correct, whereas Japan got stiffed. Well, I think the reason they did it, and it's a stupid reason, but the initial release of the PC Engine, from my memory, didn't have Turbo. Well, and so they did be... it kind of as a, okay. a homage to the original okay. system's release. It's dumb. I think it's dumb. They they should never have cared about that. But I think that's why they did it. Hmm. But it's it's weird too because if if and I know this because I, I pre ordered them like months and months and months ago. If you go on Amazon.com, the US Amazon, and you pre order the TurboTap or the extra controllers, they're all Japanese versions. The TurboTab is white. Oh, really? And the extra controllers have the Turbo, but they are the white versions. Really? 
I do not think you can get extra turbo graphic 16 controllers. Mm. At least last time I checked. I'm actually going to look right now while I think about it. Um, because, yeah, because I, I did pre-order the tap and then an extra controller. Um, turbo graphics mini. Because there's that. There's the power. Yeah, the... Okay, this is this is interesting. It says... Neo Geo Mini with TurboGrafx-16 Mini Controller. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but so yeah, so the 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 TurboGrafx-16 Mini Hori, because Hori's making it, the TurboTap uh, is is white for the American version, and then the controllers are white. So you can't get like wow, that's kind of a Japanese. I, obviously, I mean, that American, must American controller. That must just be a manufacturing thing where they didn't want to do the cost, or you know, for those shells yeah. or whatever. But that is crazy. Yeah. But it, but it's weird yeah. because they they are making the controllers. Yeah, yeah, I see for what you're saying. Themselves, yeah, they're bundling them. But hmm. uh, so real quick, just just in case I never told us before. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, I can't even remember when this was. I mean, this 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 would have been like 1994, maybe or so. Uh, there was a local game, like a local game store chain called Gamers. Uh, back in that time, there was, like, there was like tons of local game stores, like back in the heyday. But this was like the biggest chain, the local chain in in my city, and. The store that I always went into, I knew the guys there and we talked a lot and everything. And I was one of the only people going into that store to ever buy TurboGrafx games. Like, the, 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 they had the exact same collection of games just sitting there for months and months and months and months and months. Wow. And I go in there one day and they're like, you are one of the only people who buy these games and we don't want them anymore. Because they're just taking up space like nobody else is buying them. And they, I mean, we're talking about like, they probably had maybe like 70 to 80 games sitting wow. there in the case. Wow. And they're like, we will we will sell you these games for $1.50 each. Wow. Doesn't, doesn't matter what it is, we'll, we'll sell each of them for $1.50 each, you know. And and at this point, like in this, in this 2020, like that would be the deal of the century given how, how, pricey those games are now but so i picked out the ones that i really really wanted and bought some and, and i would say maybe i picked up like 20 games or something wow like that, you know and so i i go back in a few weeks later and the 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 collection has not been touched since i bought the games i bought and so the guy that's there that i talked to last time i was in there he's like Seriously, please take these games. He's and so he cut the price in half to seventy-five cents each. Holy! He's like, I will do that price if you agree to just take everything, and I did. So I had this huge Turbo Graphics collection that would now be worth like hundreds and hundreds of dollars if I had not sold it later. But but yeah, so I I got this crazy crazy deal. And I also, at that point, got uh, Dracula X for like 40 bucks or so, which you can't even imagine anymore. But 
Wow. So so obviously there were if if you had Dracula X, then there were CD games as well, then, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. There were tons of CD games too. It was it was the 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 Hue cards and the CD games both. They were like everything. Just they didn't care what it was, what the value would have been. They're like just dollar fifty and then seventy five cents each. So like just take them all, please. Wow. And so the second time I did I did empty them out and they were happy though. Hmm. That is crazy. Now you said I know you said you sold off your collection at the time. Do you have what do you have in terms of a physical PC Engine collection now? Is I, I, unfortunately, I mean, like the thing too is like when I sold my collection, I had, I had the Turbo Graphics, I had the Turbo CD, I had a Turbo Tap, I had five controllers, I had a Turbo Duo, I had a Tap for that, and I had five controllers for that, um, and I sold everything which wow. which makes me very mad because i wish i would have at least like kept the duo um so 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 now my collection is literally i have a copy of ease i have a copy of keith courage i have a copy of legendary axe mm. and then i have one other like japanese game that's like all i have mm. at this point I, I really wish like the one thing i've learned in in selling games is like never sell your hardware yeah you, i've seen you make that interesting statement yeah. a couple times i mean i think i think i still would have i would have loved to have kept it but i would have at least sold the turbo graphics and the cd you know big hunkin thing um but i would have kept the duo i got a weird question for you um excluding upcoming games new releases because you and i are both addicts so for the most part, like let's say things stopped today, like gaming wise, like nothing else came out. Oh god. Uh-huh. With your personal collection for yourself, do you feel complete or do you feel you're still missing some stuff? Oh 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 wow. That's not the question I thought you were gonna ask. I, speaking for myself, uh, excluding if I ever became rich, because what I'm about to say, if I ever became rich, then the answer I'm about to give, throw it in the garbage. But I do truly believe under normal circumstances in what I own, even though there's certain, th- like, for ex- I'll give one example. I would like to own, like, the PC engine, like the Duo. But mm-hmm. just for my, you know, if there was, like, a mint one and there's certain things like that, I would like to have, yes. But in terms of getting the experience and not utilizing emulation or elite, when I say emulation, I'm not talking about minis. I'm talking about stealing it online. Excluding that world. Under legal circumstances, excluding new releases, I got to tell you, my collection, speaking for myself, there's really, there's nothing that I, that I feel that I'm missing for the most part. See, it's hard for me because, you know which I talked about before is that <clears throat> at that point where I sold off some games that I really, really loved, like I'm missing Gunster Heroes for, for Genesis. I'm missing Fantasy Star 2. I'm missing Fantasy Star 4. I'm missing Harvest Moon for Super Nintendo. So like, if you're saying I can't do ROMs. Yeah. Legal purposes. Cause what I say then yeah. kind of goes out the window because we can just, then, then I think there's, I think there's stuff like, I think there's stuff I'm missing because of things that I've sold and kind of regret selling or things that I never picked up. Um, I was going to say the biggest, the biggest thing I'm missing, I think right now is a good turbo solution. Um, I, I keep hoping that analogs can make their own turbo graphics. 
kind of thing at some point to get to get past that. But because like Super Nintendo, like I just I, I feel like if I had three games back that I sold, I, I sold Final Fantasy VI, I sold Chrono Trigger, I sold Harvest Moon, I sold Super Metroid. Like if I think if I had those back, and I have my my super nintendo and the games i have plus the super nintendo classic i think i'm totally fine mm. um genesis there i would say there's about 10 games that i would love to go out and buy if i can't have roms for them uh games that aren't covered on like the genesis mini or anything i think if i had that i would be good uh turbo i would really need a good hardware solution for it and then i think I think maybe if I could pick up 10 games beyond the PC Engine Mini, I'd be okay. Uh, boy. I, if, now, okay, so so are are you saying that, like, hamsters arcade archives, like, did, can I still have those or no? Uh, yeah, because in my, in my okay. world, now look, if you're like, hey, I want original hardware for my own collection, and I'm, I need to buy a Neo Geo, and I need to spend... Um, you know, five thousand dollars on. Right. You know, that's your choice. It's, but if you're satisfied with the hamster collection and whatnot, I consider that fair game because it's legal. You paid for it, right? And how you how that's presented to you and how you get it is that's in your quote collection. So yeah, I yeah, consider so, yeah, I consider yeah. that fair game because that is legally licensed. You paid for it. You you know, it's yeah. in your digital library. Uh, however you want to look at it. And I know some people listening oh. at home are saying that's blasphemous because it's digital data, but we know how this works. Um, and there's other avenues to get it legally as well, whether it be the little mini you have or other solutions. Right. But those are all, in my mind, fair game because it is legal. Yeah, there's almost like, I mean, at this point, like there's almost, I think there's what, like three Neo Geo games that we haven't gotten through Arcade Archives? Yeah, and I hate to be a baby because I got to tell you, it's pretty damn complete. The one I was hoping would squeak in there for my collection purposes legally, I really wish Bomberman got in there. Yeah. That pisses me off Bomberman didn't get in there. I really can't think of much beyond, I want to say there might have been something else I was hoping for, and I can't remember it right now. Like NES, NES. I think most of my holes are are are, are taken care of in terms of like things I'm missing. Um, are taken care of with the the NES Classic. There might be a couple games for that, but then like Game Boy, I'm I'm fine on. I guess Neo Geo Pocket. I would like a solution for that. Do Do you still have a Pocket? No. Oh, you don't. Pocket, Pocket, and Turbo are the two. Why are you telling where... me you don't have a pocket? I know, I know. Pocket and and and, and what's oh. what's sad, Anthony, is if you saw the games I had for that, because I got hardcore into collecting the Neo Geo Pocket when it was when it was actually out and active. So like all those crazy Europe only clamshell English releases well, that came out, yeah. I had. All I have of those. to tell you something about that. As much of an enthusiast as I am, and into games as I am, I, don't ask me how. I don't remember ever knowing until much later that Europe had all of those. Um, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. And and I was just thinking the day. Do you remember? And it wasn't that long ago. When that really weird Neo Geo Pocket bundle was being sold, yes, it, I remember it at Babbage's. You're talking about yeah. the one where 
Uh, it was like it was like like plastic yes, wrapped. Yes, I'm surprised you even saw that. Yeah, so I didn't realize that was widespread. Yes. Yeah, I I really wish I would have bought that because Turbo and, and Pocket are the two collections where I sold off everything. How bad and do you want a new Geo Pocket? Like a color or a regular pocket? Uh color. You actually want I mean, the black I, and white one? No, 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 <laughs> no. I I would like to someday get one again. Hmm. I would, I would, because just because I I don't like as big of an SNK person as I am. Like I don't like that I'm missing that, you know. Mm. But but the problem is, if we're at, if we're past our question now, where I can't do questionable uh, obtaining of games, right. is I want to see how analogs. Oh yeah, and tell turns yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because if yeah. if that is a a solution that I can feel okay with for playing pocket games, like that might be enough for me. I uh, but but I do I do I do wish I had bought that pocket. I will tell you, I'm gonna. This will only take me a moment. I still own a goddamn. Uh, as a matter of fact, and this isn't meant to be bragging. It's it's like flawless mint condition. I've got a box and everything. And see, that's 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 the reason why I say don't sell your systems. Is because there's so many ways to get your games back, both legal and illegal. But getting the console back, it can be really hard to find like a nice condition console again. Hmm. I'm trying. So that's why, like, I would, I would totally, if I were you, save that. You know, keep that forever because, like, you can always get games somehow, but you can't always get that hardware somehow. I'm going to tell you this will only take a moment. I'm bringing up my list. I have one, two, three. I have five games for it. The same, the five that I had gotten back in the day. I've got Baseball Stars, Biomotor Unitron. Oh, okay. Card Fighters SNK Capcom, Capcom Edition. Fantastic. Okay, wait, one thing before you go on. Yeah. For some reason, I have four sealed copies of that game. <laughs> Of the of uh, both Capcom and SNK editions, or just Capcom? I'll have to see which wow. one, which version it is. But it was one of those like times when like Toys R Us was like wow. liquidating stuff like that, and just for some well, reason, if you have I an SNK up, one, maybe I'll find something to trade for you. I'll, I'll take an SNK I'll, I'll, one. I'll, yeah, I literally like as soon as we're done here, I can go. Yeah. This, it's like twenty feet away wow. from me. I can go see which version it is. Um, then I've got SVC Match of the Millennium, and then lastly, great game, uh, Sonic pocket adventure good game surprisingly good game yeah i think my one game that i remember owning on it for a brief period of time and i returned it it was excruciatingly hard and i thought it was just me and then i remember i read elsewhere in a magazine they said the same thing so i felt justified did you ever play the pocket version of pac-man i i liked it well you must be a master player because i I, owned it it. wow wow um, I think the biggest, I think the weirdest omission from my collection, and I remember playing it, it must have been money at the time is why I didn't get it, um, for what they were, the Metal Slug games on there were pretty fun. The, the, like, the thing is, is for but, for that for that little handheld kind of device yeah. thing, like, SNK put a whole lot of work in their games. Mm-hmm. Like, so many of those games, like... Fighting games should not have been good on that, but they were they were great. Like all of their fighting games were great. You know, Gal Fighters and Samurai Showdown and and the Fatal Fury game. 
and card fighters was fantastic and um there was that couple of the puzzle games that were really good like like that game that thing had a great library of software i have such i have a weird not weird but my memories every time i think of like pocket it makes me think of um sorry i got sidetracked there makes me think of that era and like the 1999 e3 and it makes me think of the old snk usa president whose name i can't remember right now i remember talking to him um yeah i don't know it's just that whole it, it, it's so weird because it makes me think of the booth and then i think a game that we once mentioned a couple years ago which you brought up it also makes my mind think of project kodelka oh yeah yeah do you own that no i never actually ended up getting it i should have it seemed interesting but never got yeah. it. yeah but anyway you, you know what's funny about that the e3 stuff i have this really weird official neo geo baseball cap that <laughs> i got from e3 from their booth and it has a neo geo logo i've never seen really otherwise. take a picture yeah. of it later upload it i will yeah really it's it's a really really weird rendition of the logo wow but it is it, it like if you saw it you would think it's totally like fake but it's not what year did you get that <sighs> i think i got it the same year um let me when was that because I, I i put up that uh that google photos album yeah 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 of of all those flyers yeah. i had from neo geo pocket I think it was from that same year, so that was uh, 1999. Oh, really? Maybe around then. Really? Because I think it was the time when the pocket was was out. Speaking of this, while I didn't have one, uh, it's it's only my brain is just going back to that point in time. Did you ever have or want a Wonder Swan? I I I never had one. I did kind of want one. Like it it was. Because I, I knew somebody who had one, and it seemed always seemed really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting how, like, you could rearrange the way you were holding yeah, it. Yeah, what is it, like a length stuff. for righties or lefties? Well, it was not only that, but you could, you could... I don't know if it did that, but you could switch whether you're holding it horizontally or vertically. Mm. Because the buttons were also the D-pad in a weird way. God, what is it? What are we talking about? The switch? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wow. It was the early switch. Yeah, and it was what is Bandai, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's kind of interesting now that we're talking about this, because uh, that would be under now the Bandai Namco banner, correct? Yeah. It's kind of weird they never have tried to capitalize on the nostalgia of that or like, uh, um, I don't know, just utilize that brand. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the PC Engine Mini is kind of pushing it. Like, yeah, but uh, I'm just saying, like, even if, like, let me put it to you this be... way. Even if it was just, like, something stupid in one of their mainstream games or, like, a mini game or just some, uh, you know, just some sort of acknowledgement. Um, well, I, I think my part of it, too, is just the fact, like, it never left Japan. Yeah. So, like, just not enough of the world would even get that reference. Hmm. Wow. But yeah, so ultimately, back around to the original question. So there's still some stuff you want for your collection. Yeah, like I, I said, I feel like you know, my my main concerns would be I want I wanted would want a good turbo solution. I'd want like a handful of games for Genesis and a few other things. Mm. 
Wow. But it's hard because it's it's it is hard because like I still have that pull to have the official games, you know, and the the, the legit versions. But it's it's just getting to a point where you have to admit that you know, throwing ROMs onto an EverDrive is just so much easier. You know, because like in thinking about it, it's it's just in in my recent move again, it was just like if I had that Mega SG in the EverDrive cartridge and all my ROMs on there, like that could just give me everything Genesis wise, mm-hmm. and I would be okay. And you know, do I need those cartridges anymore? Um, talking about all this import stuff and things of that nature, I have a super random question for you. So, do do you still ever go on NCSX.com? I, I, I I went on there maybe about, it was right before Christmas when I went on there. Okay. And I probably hadn't been on there for at least a year. Uh-huh. And part of me was like, I can't believe this company still exists. Well, yeah. Well. And, and part of me doesn't understand their website anymore. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, okay. So I'm with you to an extent. So here's the thing. I'm going to explain something really odd. And and, and, and I, I loved NCS back yeah, in the day. Yeah, same here. I've been shop. Well, when I say shopping with them, you know, I haven't. I used to order from them regularly, probably from approximately 1999 up until around 2010, somewhere in there, and a little bit after, okay? And, and for those that don't know, NCSX stands for that's National Console Support based out of New York. And they, here's why I bring this up out of nowhere. So. You know how you do, not you, but you know how people do things, you know, you do things like habits. Sometimes you do, you go through the motions and you're not even thinking, right? Right. So I have the habit, even though I haven't ordered from them in years, I still go on that site like, I don't want to say every day, Let just to make this easy, let's say I go in there once a day. Mm-hmm. I literally, like when, you know, your routine, you check your email, <clears throat> you know, whatever, blah, 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 go to, you know egmnow.com there's a plug for you <laughs> and i type ncsx.com and just had a habit so i click i look look at their latest product boom 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 and i'm out sometimes it doesn't even register what i look at right and i do that every day so you're going what's the point of this what i'm talking about i was actually looking specifically on there today for something and it hit me and I'm like, you know, I see them putting up a lot of like bishoujo statues and figures, right. and which is which, which they've always sold that stuff. And then I really thought about it. I I need I need bishoujo baroness, by the way. Which one? I do need this. The baroness. You'll have to send it to me and show me from GI Joe. Yeah. Oh, I did see it in black. That yeah. it looked awesome. It, uh, yeah, I love yeah. that stuff. I own a couple of the bishoujo statues, but yeah, that one is killer. So. But anyway, I was thinking about it because I was looking for something actually game-related recently on here just for shits and giggles. And I said to myself, when was the last time they did an update on this site for a goddamn video game? (laughs) Right. And I haven't thought about that in months because I go through the habit of click, look, out. So here's my ultimately my question. It took us 10 minutes to get here. 
Do they still stock new games? Well, that's what I was wondering. I'm looking at it right now, and I've, I was looking at, like, so it's like PS4, for example. I'm trying to see... Because they have, like, the Japanese version of, like, RE2, for example. Uh, Resident Evil 2? Yeah. So that's 2019. Remake. We're talking the modern-day one, right? Yeah. Where are you seeing yeah. that? Um, like, because it's weird because you go to the main the main yes. ncsx.com, yes. and it feels like it looks like it hasn't been updated in, like, years. <laughs> but you have to actually go to, the, you have to have to go to the shop. But then, like, you click, like, PS4, for example, right? Yeah, which is what I did earlier today, ironically. And there's, like, nothing showing Correct. there. So you have to actually click on, like, Japanese software. Oh, maybe. Or, like, pre-order. So they're pre-ordering... I mean, okay, so this is weird, right? They're or- they're pre-ordering... You can pre-order RE2. Which oh, my God. Make much what sense. am I looking at here? Oh, I'm not to sidetrack you. Biohazard RE2 Premium Edition. Is this what you're looking at? The pre-order for $1,100? Are you looking at that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? So, so it's it's weird because they have like the regular RE2 f- pre-order here that also is on their sales page. So, oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's, you know what? It's one of those, and they haven't updated it because it shows pre-order, but it says currently sold out and all available. And it was from January twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. So, if you actually click through, it it acknowledges it's out of stock, and that was back on one twenty five nineteen. Right. So it's if it's like those sites you go to where like it feels like somebody forgot they existed. Jesus. And are still for years and years. Like that's what this feels like to me. Like it does seem like there are updates happening to it, but it's just it's so weird that how is this because I don't know anybody who shops at NCS at this point. I feel bad saying that because they've. I feel bad. I, I feel really I, I, bad. I've, I used to email them and stuff years ago. Always get a response. They were always nice. So this is not a knock on the people or the establishment. We're just we we are just legitimately trying to figure out how. I mean, they, they have like they have like Switch games. Hmm. But I so I don't know. I just don't know like. How much business are they doing? How many? How uh, much new games are they getting in? Uh, I don't it doesn't know. look like they have like. It's. I mean, their 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 Switch library is pretty small. Hmm. So. By the way, bringing us back around to earlier in the show, and by the way, just as a friendly reminder to you, we are, if you can believe this, at the ninety minute mark right now. Wow. So we'll try and maybe wrap up in fifteen or so, or do some blazing through. I was—I forgot to give you my punchline earlier when we were talking about the current COVID nineteen crisis. Uh-oh. If you want to know how this is going to pan out and learn more about it, pick up Death Stranding. <laughs> it is—it is funny that like having played that game now, you know, it's—I mean, because people made a joke, right? That like if you when you played uh, Metal Gear Solid two for the first time. There was all this like meme stuff, and the government's going to be filtering the internet and things, and like some of that <laughs> stuff feels like it's come true. And then now, like Death Stranding, like yeah, we're all stuck in our houses with people delivering things to us. Yeah, and someone's uh, a buddy of mine sent me a photo. I can't remember where it was, and I'm not kidding. Um, a lady had created, a, or you know, that the 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 containment type unit that the baby is in, and uh, the. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did see that. Yeah, yeah, did you see that? I did see. It that, was yes. crazy, yeah. crazy. But anyway, uh, thank you for letting me go down that road because I, I, it was fresh on my mind and I was on NCS earlier for a legit reason today. If any of our listeners in the last two or three years have bought from NCS, let us know. Send us a tweet or an email or something. Yeah. Let us know. I want to I know what you bought and why you bought you it. You know what? Them. Yeah, what you bought, if you go to NCS, and then you know what? Suggestions as to other shops online that you go to because... Like I was alluding to earlier, I, I do I will say this. I do think some of my business in the future, uh, due to exclusive steel books at no extra charge, I think some of my business a little bit more may go to Best Buy down the road online. Um, I'll probably still do lightly at GameStop, only because they're so close. But and by the way, not to and I don't wish this on on anybody because of the people that need the jobs, but. I, I'll be really surprised if that company is around much in 2021. 20, I mean, yeah, uh, Anthony and I have been talking about as GameStop has continually made a fool of themselves recently. And, and right now, not to cut Molly off because I want to hear what she has to say. Of all the junk, of all the stuff we know, the bad practices, the, the evil people at the top, so to speak, all the crummy things the company's done, giving you eight cents on trade-ins, all the memes, all the jokes, okay? I, I truly believe, and I'm not some saint, I'm not someone that, you know, I don't think I've ever really put anyone or any company down on this show, and I just got done telling you, I just bought from them today. I don't know how they're going to be able to come back image-wise to the average person. I don't know how they climb back, because they're already on shaky ground already with the state of what the economy was a couple months ago uh you know physical medium dying out all all that stuff how do you come back from a worldwide epidemic and making your workers work ignoring uh government regulation and guidelines being forced to make maneuvers putting people at risk how i don't know how they come back from this one and and saying that their employees should treat their customers like pets. Yeah, I I mean, ser- like I I really here's the deal. If they can pull through this and somehow flourish at some point in the next couple of years and some miracle, then nothing will ever stop them. Because I don't know how you come back from this one. Um, would you agree with that, Molly? Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm. <sighs> I don't know. Like, I, I think, you know, we talked all about companies that will and won't survive this. Like, I, I think this is going to be a company where just their utter stupidity plus the situation with COVID-19 is going to make it so that, like, I think they're going to shutter earlier than they were going to before. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't have a good outlook for their future. And... And, you know, when someone is blinded or not thinking straight, you're doing just that. You're not thinking straight, right? You know, people make mistakes, and it's like, why did you do something so stupid? Well, you did it because you weren't thinking. But how— And I mean, how, I look, how, look, look, I, I understand any company that had that thought of, can we stay open? Mm-hmm. Can we keep doing business? Can we make sure our employees still have jobs and still have money coming in? Mm-hmm. Like I, hundred percent understand that that thinking that, but 
a lot of companies then realized that they couldn't or it wasn't worth it. Whereas GameStop just went to comedically idiotic lengths to try to explain why they were still open. So, And it only did what? Bought them a couple days? I mean, you know what I yeah. mean? Like the damage was the was it worth the excess damage for a measly couple extra days? Instead of looking at it this way, even if they didn't want to do it, like you know, let's say they were bad people. How much better would have it been in the people's eyes when things start to even back out if they were like, "Hey, we're going to take these measures." send their employees home, maybe cut them a deal, you know, whatever, you know, because we know they don't have a ton of money, but let's say pay them out for a couple of weeks. We want them to be safe. Even if they were just giving lip service and didn't mean a word that came out of their mouth, if they came out in such a positive manner, don't you think that might've gotten some people to change their mind about them and give them one more chance? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and, and they could have gone, like, they could have gone to the thing they're doing now with like pickups and stuff right they could have done yes. that a lot sooner like yes. they could have i mean you know the, just the, just the way they've handled it the things that they've said like they, they could have said you know because games i'm not saying games are essential but games are like entertainment is important right now for people you know like, like we said earlier so like they could have done it in a way that would have seemed mature and 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 serious and logical but also kept them you know allowed them to keep stores open and keep people working and stuff like they they could have handled it way way better yeah i don't know um but and why i brought that up so in conclusion on that point i don't know how they get pulled back up through this one without nosediving with that said the reason i brought them up and best buy and thinking of all these things uh, aside from the obvious physical download avenues on playstation xbox and switch are there any other online entities or outlets that we have forgotten about or that I have forgotten about that you suggest to send my business to? The, you know, the other one that I was thinking of, who I who actually I ordered from recently about six months ago, I still get some stuff every once in a blue moon from PlayAsia. Yeah. But uh, who, who would you pick, Molly? If Let's say um, you wanted some physical games and you didn't want to go back outside, but you needed a physical product, excluding something like limited run for certain games. Who would you primarily buy from online? See, I, I, I kind of like, I'm trying to stay away from places like Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I've tended to shop more from Target because you can do either, you know, delivery or you can do the the kind of quick pickup and things like that. So that they're one of my go-tos. Um I I I think like I I use the app uh Medicati. Hmm. It's M E R C A R I. It's it's like the there's like kind of these apps now like let go and things where it's it's kind of eBay but kind of not eBay. It's it's like a direct kind of sales thing. Um, and that's a, a, a one from a Japanese company that's kind of come up and, and been popular. And so I've used that for some of my DS purchases in the last like six months or so. Hmm. Um, yeah, like, like new games. That's a rough question for me because I get so many games through work. Oh yeah. That's a good, uh, for work yeah, purposes yeah. that, that, 
my actually needing to go out and buy games is is sporadic. So, mm. like, limited run is one of the things I do order wise because there's certain games that I want, or I will go through GameStop if there's a weird physical Switch release that only GameStop has. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do Target or, or whoever for and occasionally Walmart for other games. You know, so it's. Like, I have no, like, constant, because it's just, like, who has this particular game at this particular time? Mm-hmm. So. Wow. And 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 because I, I do personally do more digital than physical anyway. Right. And, and as I said so. that, I thought of that. But, yeah, I'll have to keep... Uh Keep my eyes and ears open and interested, interested to see if any fans come back with something I may have missed. With that, there was uh, uh, there was a like a was like Wario one twenty eight around for a while. They had a really interesting. It was just I don't I don't know if it was some guy or some company or whatever, but they had like an online store that had a bunch of stuff for really good prices. Really, but he's kind of like dropped off the map right hmm. now. So yeah. Well, let me ask you this. As we start to wrap up, we just surpassed 100 minutes on GVGP episode 39. Um, there's a lot that's come out lately. I know we've touched on some serious topics, lesser uh, serious topics, went down memory lane, a whole bunch of different avenues. And I know we've said this before, and, and fans uh, won't trust us uh, when I say this. You know, what we can maybe do is try to record again sooner within the next couple weeks. Uh, maybe do a little bit of back-to-back GVGP because there's been so much recently. This will kind of just remind people that we're still alive, we're still gaming, um, you know, and and doing as best as we can, and we're thinking of our fans as well. Uh, while we won't have time to get into it all right now, you know, everything from Doom Eternal to the Panzer Dragoon remake on Switch, which I still don't have. Uh, Animal Crossing has been huge. FF7 coming out in a week. Resident Evil 3 remake just hitting today. I did go through the demo. I know someone very special has just done a review on EGMnow.com for the Resident Evil 3 remake. The one and only Molly has did a, done a review for that. I've reviewed every game in March. It You've like reviewed every game in existence. Part. You've done Disaster Report 4, <laughs> Animal Crossing, RE3, uh, The List. And Neo 2. And Neo 2. Yes, yeah. It's 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 funny because looking because like I hadn't reviewed a game I think since November because of how quiet like the <laughs> that that first part right. the last part of last year first part of this year was and then all of a sudden I just had four games in this. Wow, month. so that means legitimately Death Stranding was probably one of your last reviews. Yeah, wow. I, I think I think that literally was wow. like I think it was that and Stadia. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so and then, uh, oh, let me ask you this. Uh, I don't know if you're allowed to divulge in this inside baseball, stealing your term. Will you be reviewing Persona 5 Royal? No, I skipped it. Yeah, I, I, uh, look, I'm gonna be honest, I, I, I don't care. How like, dare you? I just, you know what? I, I played Persona 5. I'm I'm not playing it again. I will say this. I I, I just I just don't need. Uh, like, no, I get it. No, I, I'm, I I'm I'm playing around with you, but I, I will say this, and I, I don't know if we're allowed to mention other outlets, but I did watch the review and I thought it was very good because I haven't played it yet. Have you seen IGN's review of it? I have not. Yeah, yet, you should no. check it out. They did a pretty good review, and did uh, I texted it to you the the score they gave, it. and that's not why I'm telling you to. I, I don't want to be all about the numbers. I'm not telling you to watch it because of the score they gave it. But the reason I'm telling you to watch it is because of the way they presented it, and I don't know if it was 
BS or not. Because, you know, you, you see the comments online. People are like, oh, this should have been a $20 release or this should have been a DLC pack or what are you doing, Atlas? And I don't want to pick a side in this. But with the way IGN presented it, there seemed to be a, f- like, I almost want to use the word a lot that was modified or added to this version of Persona. And that that's totally fine, right? If that's what you want. But, like, I'm just, I'm not okay, especially from Atlas, with this new trend of let's make a game... And then a couple years later, let's re-release that same game with X percent more content. I would say, you what know? would you say? I would, I would point the finger to P3 as the catalyst for that. I would okay. P P3 Fez, yes, but P3 Fez also, like I, I can excuse that kind of because <laughs> it added like post game new content it wasn't it wasn't just <laughs> making me play through the entire same game again okay. it was kind of more shifted towards like here's something that happened afterwards and we don't need that we did not need that at all but at least it did that mm-hmm. and then like p3 portable that gave me a completely new protagonist that totally changed the story and and made serious changes to character interactions and social links and everything and like that's totally fine I, it's just it's just where like golden i don't know like golden was fine and and i, I think the argument comes up that like if you're going to play one version like here's the definitive version mm-hmm. you know but it's just i think my feeling now is is like they've they did the exact same thing with persona 3 persona 4 persona 5 Catherine, uh, Shin Megami text was it? Uh, oh god! Oh yeah, uh, on uh, 3ds uh, SMT4. Yeah, I forgot about SMT4, you're right. That is correct. And they did the uh, the oh god, the Devil Survivor games. Yeah, and I have, yeah, and I still have some of those sealed. Yeah, you got they a did, good they memory. Did those. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just so many of these games where it's just like, and I hear the same game again, but more content. So play it again, so that you see these like eight percent new scenes. You know, I just I can't, I can't do that anymore. I can't. It's like it's not even like you know, and it's not like game of the year versions, right? Where it's like here's the original game plus all the DLC. It's like mm-hmm. it's not that. It's I spent a hundred some hours playing Persona Five, mm-hmm. and now you want me to to spend all that time again just to play like a slightly remixed version of the game like i just can't do it Hmm. the thing is it's like i'm not a a child anymore (laughs) that is begging for well yeah i know right because you know and i mean but okay but here's the question is like did you play persona 5 before i don't remember i I did a chunk of it i didn't complete it i know neil did go through it I, 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 I found a way to get his name on this show again. And Neil is yeah. playing <laughs> and he is playing Persona 5 Royal right now. Like 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 if you never played it before, I have nothing yeah. against you playing this. Yeah. Just knock yourself out. And if you totally, totally loved Persona 5 and are are desperate for a reason to play it again, awesome for you. It's just it's just that like when I think about going spending a hundred plus hours to play that again. It's like there's so many other games that I own that I have not touched yet 
that that time would be better spent. If with. you were sixteen again, would you would you uh, would you double dip in? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because because there are there are games. Don't, like I, I have given you this uh, the prestige of being the ultimate persona master. Don't make don't make me have to rethink this. Like I'm trying to remember, because uh, like Silent Hill Two: Born from a Wish wasn't actually in the game; it was separate. Because that was a really interesting toy side tangent. But like, and I don't know if you remember this. Or not, I don't. I, I don't know what you're talking about right now. So okay. So don't kill me if I'm this wrong, people out there who are listening. But there was an additional Maria story segment that I think came out through the Xbox version of Silent Hill 2. Mm, I may have forgot. Yeah, I forgot. So it's when possible. it hit Silent Hill 2, there yeah. was an extra storyline. Yeah. And the way they got that onto PlayStation 2 was that when the Greatest Hits version came out, <laughs> they added that content <clears throat> into it. And I don't remember if they actually advertised it or not, but I did. I did end up buying the greatest hits version as well mm-hmm. because I had that on it. But yeah, so that's just a that doesn't count. But it's a weird thing where I bought the game again for like a small amount of like new content. Mm-hmm. Well, while I while I told you to this privately, I have to tell you I was shocked because, uh, and I know they've, look, I know a lot of people hate IGN or whatever, and I'm not trying to get on some bandwagon here. They gave it a 10. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a high score. Whoa. Yeah. But, um. I, I don't, I don't like. Oh, and I'm not, mm. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying, I, yeah, for a Persona no, game, it's, it's the, just, when I think Persona and I think 10, I think of your review and play. Yeah, but you know, just to see—I guess just to even see the visual for some from somewhere from a major entity online—I I was like, "Wow, be able to goddamn ten. So, yeah, it's it's one of those games where I I think the further I get away from it, the more I'm kind of ambivalent to it. I mean, it was a great game, but it's just like I I want Persona Six to be a radical. Change I, I know again. when you'll play it again. When? When it hits switch. When it hits switch. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Vita. When the weirdo Vita version comes out for you, you're going to play it again. When it hits switch. You know, you know what? That that might be the thing that would get me to Yeah, and I tell you, it. it's so weird because how long have I been hooting and hollering about it? And I did a lot more research, whether it be on Wikipedia. Someone must have been tapping the, the phone line because I had this conversation with you and Neil. In recent months, and I've been crying about, well, I don't know why this hasn't gone to Nintendo Switch. But I did learn a little bit more about the partnership with, so I don't want to say partnership, but Sony and Atlas. And I did a lot more digging, and there was a lot more to that than I originally thought. With that being said, throwing all of that aside, it is so weird that Catherine just got announced for Switch. Yeah, and, and that's it's funny. I was going to say the fact that, like, Catherine coming to Switch is where I might now get that that version of Catherine because mm-hmm. I hadn't I have not touched it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you'll have to let me know how that is if you, if and when you get it 
because it's not on my radar to buy on Switch. But, you know, if you're like, hey, this is a really cool experience, you should check it out. I'll, I'll take a look. The only reason I want to see online videos of it, I know it's a totally different animal because it's not as the, the, the environments are totally different. It's more puzzle based, you know, smaller areas. I just want to see how that looks. I just want to see how that looks running on Switch. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? I'm, 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 I'm really curious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I just like, I've kind of stayed away because I, I feel like adding a third girl ruins the dynamic that the game was based around, mm-hmm. you know, cause it, it was, it's, and it's just getting into dumb. Cause when you start reading some <laughs> of the spoilers about who she is, uh-huh. it's just dumb, but yeah. I don't know. I, I just like, I want, I want my old Atlas back. Oh, do you remember when Atlas released games? Well, do you remember that? Um, by the way, do you remember when Atlas released games like, like? Do you remember that Atlas released Trackmania on DS? I I don't know. Do you remember the Atlas? Did uh, look, that? when I think Atlas, there's two things. I I'm speaking for myself that I think of when I think Atlas. There's two primary things. I think of some of the obscure slash their short stint of fighters in the '90s. Yeah, groove on fight, baby. And I feel like I'm forgetting something else. So there's or some of their other publishing of uh, I, I can't think of it right now. But they, they had their hands in a couple things. And then obviously, you know, it doesn't seem like that long ago now. But you know, obviously there is the what, Revelations Persona, and then that resurgence on PS2. So it's kind of for me, it's like there's that '90s Atlas, and then there's the Persona uh, breakout. That's kind of what I, I think I miss- of. I miss, like, Atlas of America that said, this game looks interesting from Japan. Let's bring it over. Well, let's let's like, get I, realistic. And I'm with you. Uh, look, I'm not arguing it. But, you know, my thing is this, and this is obvious. You know, Persona's their baby. That's like their Street Fighter, we'll call it, because they keep right. releasing these championship and turbo editions. And I get it. Because here's the thing. In all fairness, it is a, it, it is a great game it's phenomenal it's one of the best jrpgs some people still profess you know best it's the best uh traditional style you know traditional rooted jrpg in many years and i know it's a big it's a big costly it's a big costly game and a smaller company like atlas needs to make money back so they do the reboot but i will say but i will meet you halfway on this also, much like Street Fighter, they have to be careful careful and nurture it properly because Persona is one of those things in my mind for them that when a new one comes out and as long as they keep hitting a home run, it's awesome. But they have to keep hitting those home runs with Persona, which is dangerous because they don't really have anything else major to fall back on. Well, and I think, too, part of it as well combined with that is that just, like, I think we got really spoiled by Atlas in the PS2 era when they were just all of those Megami Tensei games that came out, you know, um, and, and it wasn't just, like, Persona, 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 like, so I, I just kind of, like, I mean, like, look, I like the Persona dancing games, but they, they would, I would be more okay with them if we also then had the more traditional games still more often because we're still waiting for Shin Megami Tensei 5 
to supposedly come out one day on Switch. But yeah, that's so. That's probably their next. That's got to be the other thing they're cooking, right? But I mean, I mean, I mean, when you think about it, now you can you can you can count P five because it did get get a PS three release, but technically. Atlas released one game on PS3. That was Catherine. Oh, I see. Wow. Wow. So I mean, like, if it, it just if, and, and again, I I know they they've got, I mean, the the Persona Fighters or Arxis so that doesn't count. You know, they've got the dancing games, which I don't even know if the, I don't remember if it's internal or not, but. I don't know, I, I miss I miss older Atlas that was like here's a bunch of weirdo games and then here's a bunch of weirdo games from other companies mm-hmm. that were publishing. Do you uh, before we wrap up the Atlas talk? Do you are you still friendly or do you have any contact with anyone from Atlas anymore or? Um yeah, but the weird thing now is is like it's kind of like Atlas and Sega together. So if I know Sega, I know Atlas. Mm. That's right. You know, I forgot but, about that. But it's, it's yeah. So it's not like kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. I completely spaced that. Yeah, because Sega owns Atlas, correct? Yeah. You got to yep. refresh my memory. So okay, so I know that. Is Sega still with Sammy? Is it still Sega Sammy technically? Yeah. Yeah. Sega Sammy. Yeah. Wow. But I think and 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 be, be clear that I'm not an expert on this but I, I I believe that part of the problem now is that it might be that Atlas is handling more of the translation work for Sega mm. so the upside from this again I'm not saying this is fact but the upside may be that we're getting more yakuza's oh because of Atlas we're, yeah f- wow in in English, but we're not getting as many like other things right. now because they're. I think Atlas now is more Atlas America is more focused on supporting Sega plus Atlas Games versus Atlas Games plus other games. Mm, that's a good point. And speaking of that, not to go down this rabbit hole, but you said Yakuza, and there was that whole freaking collection that came out on PlayStation Four recently. Yeah. I haven't touched it. Yeah, three, yes. four, five, the physical. Yeah. Did uh did it did it also did it hit Game Pass yet? Uh the games? uh while I down uh, what I downloaded on Game Pass recently just to get it on the drive was uh zero. Okay. Zero's on there. So if you haven't done that, Jacuzzi Zero's on there. I don't think the other ones are on there yet. So so again, since I am now a certified Xbox <laughs> you're uh, an xbot uh, uh, yeah xbot i'm sorry yes xbot i didn't even get it right um i should know it since i am one uh i like seriously like if you're sitting at home looking for games to play and you've got an xbox one like even just a month of game pass there's just like so much stuff on there to play and they just put up near automata too wow so, oh, and you can play. I you keep, can play near. I keep trying to close this show out, but Yakuza. I know. No, but I'm then there was the near one point two two six five four oh, three yes. seven nine eleven coming. But uh, the the controversy is that, uh, so for for people who don't know the original near when it came out in Japan, mm-hmm. the main character was the girl's brother. And then they decided that Americans needed a more, more 
macho yes. main character. Yes. So, and it's weird too because the Japanese version was on PS3, but the American version was on Xbox 360, right? And that's the way it worked. Was it was it on PS3 as well? Yes. I don't own it, but I yes. But Xbox 360 wasn't in Japan, I don't think. But anyway, anyway, when, however it worked, when the American version came out, um, the main character, instead of being the brother, was the dad. And he was this older, uglier, gruffer character. Was the brother more femme? Yes. Yes. So they, they thought Americans wouldn't be okay with that. So uh, with this remake, it seems like we're only getting brother version. And there's not certainty we would get a dad version at all. So now some people... It's funny because previously some people were upset because we didn't get brother version. And okay. now some people are upset... Because we might only get brother yeah. Version. So this is weird in a sense. For I would rather have it true to the original, but this is a weird aspect where people's memories it's it's going to be distorted now because it's not going right. to be what they played. Right. Yet, ironically, this is what it should have been originally. Right. Yes. So it, yeah, it's it's. I mean, oh, I'm trying to think of a really good example. But okay, okay. I think a great example would be. Uh, someone like me, who would claim that the true Sonic CD soundtrack is the American Spencer Nielsen uh, soundtrack. It's so funny. I, I say this every time you bring it up, and while I get it, uh, you know, it's certainly not the original. I, I'm, I, I'm with you in that. I, I really thought that soundtrack was pretty damn good. Right. So, so that wasn't the original, maybe not the, yeah, like the quote-unquote correct one, but to me, that's the one I grew up with and remember. So I understand why, oh. why people are potentially going to be upset, but we'll have to see. I know why this is fresh in my head. For those listening, and I don't know if I'm going to get the YouTube channel right, they, they only update once every few months. They might have a Patreon, which I, I don't support because um, uh, I, I can't support 45,000 different things. Check out Strafe Fox, and their most recent upload was on uh, Sonic CD, the making of it. And that's why what Molly's saying is making me hesitate and pause, because they were just doing a, a dissection of uh, Sonic CD, and they, and they too discussed and did some side-by-side mm. -side comparisons of the American and Japanese soundtrack of uh, Sonic CD, and amongst a bunch of other stuff. Right. Yeah, it was interesting. But... Um, well, shoot, what do you think, Molly? You want to wrap this one up for today, get it in the can, release it, and then maybe we'll try uh, in the next week uh, week or two, uh, maybe try and do another recording uh, close to this one to just kind of fill the gaps of what we missed of recent releases. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how soon. Uh, I mean, because, yeah, it's again, it's like every week is, is uncertain now. So um, we'll see. But I think definitely we can do another one sooner rather than later okay. this time around. Okay. We're kind of past all the craziness of, of the holidays and, and mm -hmm. everything. So, Well, thank you, everyone, for keeping us in your download queue. Hopefully, uh, it continues to download in iTunes and you haven't forgotten about us. Uh, we hope everyone is being as safe and in good health as possible and surviving. Uh, we appreciate it very much. So once again, be safe. You and your families get some gaming in. And Molly and I will be back sooner rather than later.